Today I want to talk to you uh, for our devotion out of John chapter 1, perhaps one of the most famous sort of chunks of scripture regarding light and darkness. It says this, in the beginning, I think that's a very good place to start when we think about when we think about uh, Lent this time of the year and Passover, what we're working towards in our spiritual celebration. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And He was with God in the beginning, and through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made, and in Him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There is a man sent from God whose name was John. I just want to stop at that point and take a moment to talk about the incredible beauty of a creating God. This passage of scripture reminds us that God has uh, has always had perfect unity in heaven, but he had the absence of relationship with us. And so in his perfect unity in heaven, he felt a necessity or a need or a vacancy for a relationship with a creation. And so God embarked upon this incredible journey of taking some of the perfection of heaven and casting it into darkness to create light. I think there's something beautiful about the realization that our journey toward God is actually part of God's journey sent to us. There's something beautiful about realizing that God started all of this, so God will finish it all. And there is a recognition about the fact that darkness may be present, but darkness can't overcome light. Light always overcomes darkness. And there is also something beautiful in this passage of Scripture about the idea that life is light. And I wanted to especially talk to you about that. Light is not passive. Spiritual light is not passive. It is not like the lamp you turn on in your home. And whether you leave the room or come back into the room, uh, the light continues uh, um, in, in, in animate space. Light is life. It is you're living it out that brightens it and becomes light to the world. Light is something we do, not something we just experience. And there is a beauty in the recognition of all of that. And so today, I want to put before you three fundamental ideas, three layers or conversations about how God brings our life into the light. And then when we're in the light, we live our lives in the light. And if you know the Bible, you'll know those two connections. Live as those who are in the light, not in darkness, because, of course, darkness fades and perishes and is judged. Light is not. And so I want to draw that connection. And the reason why I want to do that is something very special happens over Passover weekend. There is a moment of darkness on the earth, about six hours at Christ's death, and then new light. It's like a reboot, almost like the rebooting of a computer or the relaunching of something. It was going back to darkness for a period of time like it was in Genesis to start up again in new light and new life. And so I want to remind you that God made us out of dust, but always with the mindset that he would deliver us. There's something beautiful about knowing I'm starting with very little, just dirt, but I'm going to make out of that a delivered people of God. And I wonder if you've got something in your life that's starting out at the very bottom. It's not starting out with much. You might feel like it's starting out with just rubble. And God's promise to us of starting out in dirt, but 
being built into deliverance, being built into something beautiful. There's something remarkable about that. And the second idea that I want to put before you as we navigate through Lent and go towards Passover is the idea that God has a covenant with us and that that covenant is made out, out of compassion. Uh, it constitutes compassion. You know, a covenant can be, you know, we, we accidentally make human covenants all the time. If you do that, I'll give you a harding. Well, that's a covenant, but it's just an earthly one. You know, it's got no sort of real clout, if you'll pardon the pun, behind it. Uh, we make covenants when we get married uh, to in sickness and in health until death do us part. That's a kind of a covenant. The motive is different, right? The one is a form of uh, punishment. If you uh, break a rule, I'll give you a hiding. The other is motivated out of love. I love you above all else. I uh, will live with you and until death to us part. And the covenant God has with us is a covenant of compassion. It says uh, that um, uh, though you fail, um, my love for you will be unfailing. And, and, though, and though you uh, miss the mark, uh, my love for you never misses the mark. And, and, and though you get lost, I find you. And so he leaves the 99 to fetch the one. And in every sense, on every level, Jesus dying on a cross was to go and find us in the pit of hell and rescue us from the records there and put us eternally in the records of heaven. And so there's dust to deliverance and covenant of compassion. And then there's this remarkable thing in Genesis when God creates the sun and, and the moon and the day and the night, and we're talking about light and darkness. And um, God teaches us rhythms of rest. There's something really wonderful about that. A new rhythm in our lives, the resetting of a rhythm uh, is something remarkable. You know, when you, uh, when you uh, um, make decisions throughout your life, you put rhythms into play. You put uh, rhythms of uh, waking up and resting, of eating and of uh, uh, working, playing, sporting, gymming, etc. Those are rhythms you put in your life. Some of them include spiritual action and some of them are just very ordinary everyday lives. Those rhythms can get out of sync, just like your heart can. And if your heart's out of sync, it affects your body. And if your spiritual rhythms are out of sync, it affects your soul. And Christ reset the rhythm in our hearts. Now, we'll find that each of us has a unique spiritual rhythm, a pace that is in sync with the Spirit of God in our lives. And and we, we learn from one another concerning those rhythms. But God reset the rhythms at the cross. And as we, uh, over the next, you know, it's the, it was the 40 days. Hey, Lent's 40 days before. Uh, and Ash Wednesday was a while ago already, which starts it all. And, and as we think about what to look forward to on Passover weekend, uh, Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday, it's to look forward to deliverance from dust, the parts of us that are frail. It's to look forward to the covenant of compassion renewed and it's to look forward to new rhythms. Um, I'm always very excited about the true reset. You know, uh, in in January on New Year's Eve, we have the human version of a reset and we sort of have these New Year's resolutions. Um, they're okay. They're good for a laugh. But Passover is a spiritual rhythm resetter. And I'm excited for us to be able to step into that as we look forward to that. And so Christ is forever living and my carnal nature is forever dying because living is light. Not knowing. Christians love to know. Knowing is not light. Living is light. 
And uh, I, I would like for us to pray that we will live in the light, right? And so let's take a moment to, to, to pray that prayer. It's a great many of you logged on. And um, we're going to build up this daily devotion time slot as we head towards um, Passover. And if you watch this later than live, please comment, even on YouTube. I'll, I'll go have a look every day and I'll reply to your comments. And those of you who've commented recently, thank you very much. So let's pray, everybody, and commit this uh, journey and this day to the Lord. Father, we thank you so much that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can't make sense of it, flees from it, and runs away. We thank you, Lord, that this light is the life and that that life becomes light to the rest of the world. Would you please teach us those rhythms? Would you also teach us what it looks like to have a life constantly delivered from dust, a life built on the compassion covenant and a life whose rhythms are reset so that we can find rest. We thank you for the privilege of all of those things that come out of our association and our fellowship with Christ and the cross. Would you bless this day? Would you make it a fruitful day? Give it a good rhythm today and make it life and light. In Jesus' name, amen.